everybody, it's Jason here. I'm a Disney character artist and welcome to episode 22 of the World of DVC show and I'm going to show you how to draw your favorite Disney character. Hey Jason. Hey. Great to see you. Thanks for being part Good of the show. Good to see you, Carrie. Yeah, listen, hey, so Derek drew Mickey Mouse and he wanted me to ask you for some Ooh, feedback. So absolutely. What do you think? Uh, it's blue. Yeah. It's magical. He's smiling. Yeah. Uh, tell Derek not to quit his day job, okay? Just okay. Yeah, just okay. awesome. Hey, Derek. <laughs> uh, Jason loved it. Daddy, look a giraffe. I can't believe it's a wacky castle. It starts with a spark alive in our hearts, a chance to build your legacy. To go to magical places with smiling faces and value and trust you can see. Ladies and gentlemen, you are now entering the world of DVC, the ultimate DVC destination where magical vacations meet incredible value through exceptional service. Put in your headphones, turn the volume up, sit back, relax, and step into the world of DVC. You guys dressed appropriately exactly. because it's our special Valentine's. It's Valentine's. We look like show. Uh, what is it? Sweeties or Smarties? Smarties. Smarties. Sweeties and Smarties. Yeah, and you're like the black soul I, of them. I'm like the Undertaker. You weren't part of our group text where we said, "What are you wearing today?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm wearing pink. No, yeah. I wear, I've got my black. But I do That's have. Okay. Before we get started, what do you have? You guys don't even know this, but it's a Valentine's Day. So my special host, oh my I have gosh. you special oh Valentine's my. Day candy. Oh, candies. you did not. This one says, "You are a mermazing." <laughs> this one is it's good to be a princess so Aww. these are for you they were incredibly expensive from Walmart so I want to make sure that you enjoy each and every bit of that dollar <laughs> fifty nine candy was bag. that your uh, what are you <laughs> your Walmart night out <laughs> your Walmart, and she's giving you a heart so thank yeah, you Derek you're welcome is there Happy like Valentine's a diamond in here or anything like that or is nope just really bad candy well thank you here we'll put it so, here yes cameras so put it like that there you go so, decor yeah, exactly <laughs> welcome decor. everybody and That's happy so sweet. Valentine's Day to yes. episode number 22, 22 of the World of DVC show. We are thrilled to have you here. We've got a jam-packed show. Yeah. So even though we already talked about it, we have a ton of stories that we wanted to be able to share with you. We're going to save those for a later date. Right. Because we've got the amazing Jason is here. Disney character artist. So yep. I cannot wait to He's have so him great. come and join us And later. if you remember, he was um, one of our guests at the World of DVC retreat that we had in December. He came and drew for us and um, put our core values together and he is just he's a storyteller he is a character himself and he's so much fun to be around so and he's going to teach him. you guys yeah. how to draw one of your favorite Disney characters yeah. which could result in probably I think one of the coolest prizes that we've ever 
given away. Yeah, and I think what's so special, and you'll see throughout the episode, but like with Jason, his, his stories are truly what makes his art oh, gosh, so incredible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so when we were at the retreat, he gave this really special story about yeah. one of the pieces that he drew. Yeah. And it was so impactful to our team that we wanted to share it to all of you, which kind of inspired this episode. Um, but we are going to give away that very special piece of art. It is hand-signed by Jason. So stay tuned so you can see what that work of art is one of you will win that so make sure again the easiest way to win our prizes is just participate so make sure you are subscribing make sure you're giving us the thumbs up if you're listening on apple Podcasts, give us a five star maybe a note in there and make sure you put in the comments because as we go through the next kind of year of 2023 Mm -hmm. we're always looking for more ways that we can showcase special things to you our audience so with unlock magic we know so many of you have joined us over in that community and it has been wow what an exciting month right but we decided (laughs) as of today (laughs) we are going to actually do a what we call an unlocked noodle right Mm -hmm. and so what we're going to do is we're going to actually have jason come on once a month Mm -hmm. and that's going to be only found in unlockmagic.com so if you're not a member yet make sure you're joining us over there and he's going to do a special how to draw a specific character every single month and we just think that is going to be such a fun opportunity mm-hmm. for our community there yeah, yeah. Such, a, such a great way to bring the magic to you and to your kids and to anybody who just wants to be part of that like disney animator kind of feeling for just yeah. a little mm-hmm. bit yeah which i fantastic. think the first character i'm going to ask him is going to be this mer woman <laughs> right? on this walmart candy i With think that's purple, the first one I'm going to. Hair. so no, we have fabulous. some great market updates but in true disney fashion uh, we've decided to give it some flowery verbiage because market updates sound so like I don't know Ugh. market updates market updates right. sounds like work so but yeah. this is fun stuff so Carrie has now deemed it yeah. the important stuff that you need to know what's going on in the world of DVC Carrie what's it called around the world of DVC isn't that great <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. I named it myself. I love it. Yeah, so just just real quick with Rental Store, there's a bunch of things always going on with Rental Store. But thinking about that 11-month booking window, right? So we're in February. You want to think that 11 months. We just had a lot of the marathons, the Disney marathons. Well, now is the time to book that 11-month window for January if you are looking to do any of the Disney marathons in January. This is a great time to go out on DVCRentalStore.com. Look for a studio, a one-bedroom, two-bedroom, and get yourself booked you know kind of that planner in advance if you're looking to do any of the run disney events in january but then it's also such a great time too because we're celebrating valentine's day but always thinking about the holiday time frame food and wine festival all of the holiday magic the halloween parties will be here before we know it so if you're that planner if you're looking now to say maybe i'll just kind of do a little bit of some research and see what's out there for dvc rental store um go there and look at especially the confirmed reservations because what that is is that's a reservation that's already been made by a member and all you're going to do as a guest is just really grab that reservation so everything's been done for you and rental store makes that process super seamless we've used it as a family myself um, before becoming official members and it's just such a seamless way to do things especially doing it with the confirmed reservation so dvcrentalstore.com it's a great time to start planning that 11 month window or that 7 to 11 month window is now yeah. we just yeah. used it for uh, Vero Beach when we went did you use rental yes. store oh, yeah so we, we well for ourselves we used our points but our friends came yeah, with that's right your and friends and so that did. was a great yeah. way to do that and I think when we talk about all of the things going on right and so right now we are talking the centennial 
on the West Coast. And there's so much excitement, yeah. I think, with Disneyland right now. Oh, gosh, When yeah. the Magic Key just came back. Mm-hmm. And so we're seeing so many of you, our audience, head there. And so many of our guests head over to the West Coast for all of these events. Yeah. Um, but something special is they are bringing back the marathon to Disneyland. Right. And so if you're planning to do that, that is going to be in January. So now is the time mm-hmm. to plan for that, mm-hmm. whether you're doing DVC Rental Store mm-hmm. or if you want to try out maybe like the Disneyland Hotel, mm-hmm. that's with our team at Be Our Guest Vacation. And so with a lot of people heading over to the West Coast, Be Our Guest Vacations is an incredible way if you're not wanting to use your DVC points. That's a great way to book those Disney hotels. Our team there is fantastic. They are earmarked platinum. And if you didn't know, there are only 50 travel agencies 50, 50 that exist out total. Of all five, of, zero. Five, zero. <laughs> that this of all the amazing. hundreds yeah. of thousands yes. of travel agencies that are platinum. So 50. our team there, I mean, that just speaks to the incredible mm-hmm. service. And I think one thing that we've kind of discovered through, obviously we know DVC members love to cruise, right? But yeah. even through our Unlock Magic community, we hear so much about cruising. And while there is that great way to swap, if you're not wanting to give up your points for a cruise right, and you're just right. paying cash anyways, <laughs> yeah. reach out to the team there. They are probably the most established when it comes to cruise booking because yeah. they've been on every cruise and know all the ins and outs. So BeOurGuestVacations.com. They yeah. have that heart of the Disney service too. Mm-hmm. I always find that with BOGV that the thread of Disney service is like the core. That's the heartbeat. So yeah, yeah they're phenomenal sure. over there. And over yeah. at the DVC Resale Market in true Valentine's Day fashion, we have you've probably already seen uh, many, many ads, maybe on social media, on Facebook. We have what's called Red Hot Deals. Ooh. See the Valentine's uh-huh. Day? Red Sizzling. Hot you did that all deals. by yourself. Sizzling hot. All by myself. <laughs> Red Hot Deals. Make sure that you look at these. Folks, this is such a fantastic time to buy, and mm. it just got better with these limited time only. They will only go through the end of the month. These are listings, guys, where they're literally listed 10% lower than the actual market value. So wow. 10% lower. What's nice, Marissa reminded me of this, guys, these listings, there's no haggling. So whatever that price is, that 10%, the going market rate, go in there. If you see something you want, snag it. Yeah. You likened it to someone told you what? It was like eBay. Like the buy it now button on eBay. Yeah. Oh, because yes, you can yes. just, you can go, hey, I'll, I can bid back and forth or I can know, hey, this is the price now. Mm-hmm. I can snag it. And I think for anyone new to the resale market, one of the biggest kind of overwhelming factors for people who don't yeah. know is that negotiation side. And so what we've done is we said, hey, this is market value. There's a lot of inventory on the market. How do we make this the best for buyers out there? Mm-hmm. And so what we've done is we've just kind of cut those prices. Any seller who says I want to be part of this campaign Mm -hmm. has jumped on they're willing to go below market value but these won't last long they are very limited it's kind of like a daily flash sale when you log into the site (laughs) so make sure now if you haven't already sign up for our newsletter whether you're on DVC resale Mm -hmm. market you can go right there put your name your email address you'll get an email every day at nine with these updaters. But also one thing that we did launch in January is our World of DVC newsletter. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And so Around the World around of the DVC world. Yeah. just got a little bit yep. better um, because we're gonna be telling you all the latest and greatest things happening. So if you're saying, hey, sometimes I like to rent points, right? Mm-hmm. I'm looking to maybe add on a contract or I like the idea of like cruise promotions. We're gonna pack that all into one monthly email at the middle of each month. So make sure you can subscribe whether you're on ResaleMarket.com, DVCRentalStore.com. Mm-hmm. You can just go to su- subscribe, and as long as you're subscribed there, we'll send you out that monthly newsletter. Yeah, See? but so I mean, when we talk about 
newsletters and community, I think one of the exciting things mm-hmm. so far this year has been our Unlocked Magic Yeah, definitely. Launch, right? Definitely. And I think some of the feedback that we've gotten are people who say, you know, with a lot of social media comes either an overwhelming amount of time. So it's one of those things where I've deleted these apps off my phone, right? Because right. It's, it's just gotten too much. Mm-hmm. Or it's that overwhelming amount of negativity, mm-hmm. right? And so a lot of times people go and they have like this feeling of, hey, I wanted to ask a question about a dining location. Mm -hmm. And then it becomes this whole like disheartening event from one simple question. Or you see things or you get caught in this web. Why are you asking us? Just Google it. Yeah, my favorite. Just Google it. So that's what's been so special. And the feedback we've gotten with Unlock Magic is it's just this really fun community where there's no Disney question that's off limits. Come and join the community. So if you haven't joined already, that's unlockedmagic.com. You can join right online. You can also download the app once you're on there and have the app right there on your phone I mean amazing things especially the dining tool mm-hmm. the uh, Walt Disney World and the DVC room finder the, the room is finder awesome. is amazing um, but if yeah. you want to know more about that go back to episode 21 we go into all the details but if you haven't joined yet head on over well and even so I had a great conversation like we we love talking to to the guests and to the to the members of Unlocked Magic and meeting you you know at the parks and everything but Holly on Unlocked Magic she asked a question about the Disney College program and I was able to answer that for her as a former college recruiter for for the Disney oh, College yeah. program and so we just went back and forth she had her question and I thought I know the answer to that so I'll just jump in and, and answer her question and um, basically she asked like when's a good time for for my my, my daughter to do this program really anytime just depends on you know a couple different things but we had a really great conversation so I think as so many of us are former Disney cast members as well there's that layer too that you kind of have that knowledge and that little bit of pullback behind the curtain because there's so many different you know uh, topics that you can get into with us within the conversation. And I've heard many people use the phrase and you see it in our little welcome new members where people tell us about themselves and I've heard a lot of people be like you know what I, I, the other social media platforms aren't necessarily my thing, so I've really been looking for yeah. something like this. I've been yeah. looking for kind of a safe, magical place that I could just go to and be. And they're just welcome with just open arms. Without all the like, stuff, the ads oh, and the, the yeah. this and that and everything. It's well, just, yeah, it's been great. And speaking of like magical place, right? Oh wait, did you guys hear that? I think I did. We know a lot of you have been asking about story time with Sue. So what we decided is we are going to have episodes each month of story time with Sue in Unlocked Magic. Yeah. She actually has a lot of fun stuff planned this year. And so we wanted to, to let her kind of go at her own speed, right? And yeah. take that camera with her. Almost like a blogging, blogging behind right. the scenes with Sue. Yeah. She's heading over to the Star Cruiser. And doing a weekend getaway. She is? She's doing a VIP tour with kids, giving us tips (laughs) on all of that. She's got like great little hidden places to go and enjoy Disney World. So tune in, Unlocked Magic, to find (laughs) story time with Sue. I just want to be Sue when I grow up. I know. (laughs) We we all do. I've heard that a bunch of times too. We want to be Sue when we grow up. So it is our Valentine's Day episode. And before we bring Jason on, everybody get your fingers all limbered up appropriately (laughs) we thought it'd be fun to talk about when it comes to valentine's of course disney's a very romantic place per se so we just wanted to hit this quickly (laughs) yeah Yeah. just to kind of get some feedback and throw out our ideas of maybe some of the most romantic places at walt disney world so we said hey let's each of us just come up and share 
maybe what your favorite romantic Disney hotel is and your favorite romantic Disney restaurant would be. So again, we want to know yours too. So when you're looking to email us to win that prize, let us know yeah. your thoughts about romance at Walt Disney World. Uh, I'm going to start easily, hands down for me, the most romantic resort at Walt Disney World Disney Vacation Club is the Polynesian. Hands down Polynesian. for me. The view looking across the water, especially at night of yeah. Cinderella Castle right there. The tiki torches when they're up at night. The music playing. There, no resort beats that. And then for me, most romantic restaurant is a simple stroll or a monorail right over to the Grand Floridian to enjoy the uh, incredibly inexpensive dinner that is known as Victoria <laughs> and Albert's. <laughs> So. Bargain. Do you have a coupon for that? It might, it might, I'm sure Sue's going. So, Sue's, yes. <laughs> but definitely Victorian Albert's for me. If you yeah. haven't done it, oh, it's yeah. phenomenal. It might be a once in a kind lifetime and Valentine's yeah. Day gift. But for me, a combo of the Polynesian and a four-hour dinner at Victorian <laughs> Albert's would be ideal. That sounds I think nice. I got the last coupon that existed when yeah. I went there. I, they allowed Tables in Wonderland for like a minute. Oh, no and way. And it was 20% off. Oh my gosh. And so I bought Tables in Wonderland the Just night before we were going to Victoria and Albert's because it paid for yep. the Table in Wonderland card. Um, so that there's your coupon that no longer exists. No longer exists. For me, most romantic. So most romantic on Disney property, mm. I would say Grand Floridian. Um okay. There's many different like rooms. I think the new the new studio rooms are incredible with the theme park view and of course the Grand Villa. Um, those two have <laughs> to make up the most <laughs> the most romantic locations to stay at. And then since you took Victorian Alberts, which I think is a very good choice, I am going to go with California Grill as the mm. most romantic place yeah. to have dinner. It's I would have thought you were going to go Topolino's. Yeah, I think we've gone so much as a family that yeah. to me is more of like a family. family. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <Right. laughs> Can't be too romantic, yes. but yeah. California Girl's a great pick. So I went a little bit different. I took a theme park, uh, which wow. I know you don't totally think of romance when you think of kind of wandering through a theme park. But if you go to Epcot in France, um, it used to be, um, excuse my my uh, botched up French accent here, but it was Bistro de Paris. And now it's Monsieur Paul. And I've not been to Monsieur Paul, but I've been to the Bistro a bunch of times. It's the second floor oh, above. Oh, it's that little restaurant that's up above yes, Chef's Ca de France, uh, right? Yes, or, yeah, yes, okay. Chef's de France. It's above that. And it is so quiet. And you feel like you're in, in, in France there. So I would just go to France in, at Epcot and have a Grand Marnier slash go to dinner there. And I think that's just such a beautiful place to be for a little bit of romance and some culture. And if you're in the theme park and you're, you know, you're not at the resorts and you want something maybe a little bit more spontaneous for romance, I would go there. See? Uh, I like it. Yeah, and it's we like had... cue the string violins or something, right? <laughs> cue, let's, let's crack open these candies. <laughs> uh, we had some great feedback last month from you guys when we said, hey, what are some things that maybe you want us to talk about on future episodes? Mm -hmm. So I want to give a special shout out to Brian, first and foremost, who threw it out there and said, hey, you know what, guys? And Brian, you're not the first one to ask us this question, which Marissa will touch on in a second. But he oh, wants yeah. to know, hey, yeah. what are you guys, what are some of your favorite things to do outside of the Disney parks? Because right. he said, hey, you know what? We come down a lot. 
Like, I think Brian was here 38 times last year from Indiana. Uh, he's here a lot. He loves to run Disney races. So yeah. obviously you can only do so many parks. So he really wants to know kind of some feedback on, hey, what's some cool stuff to do that doesn't involve going to a park? I and I went to Marissa and I said, can we talk about that? And, and she, she said, said, no. <laughs> <laughs> and here's why. Yes, we can. Um, we are actually with, again, I, I bring up Unlock Magic, but we, we want to fill that with some special content in there, right? So whether it's story time with Sue mm-hmm. or Jason's noodles that we're going to have in there where you can learn to draw, we're also going to be putting pieces of our World of DVC show within Unlock Magic. Mm-hmm. So what we're going to do is we're going to showcase DVC resorts. We'll start there. We'll head over and do regular resorts. We'll do theme parks. We'll do Universal. We're going to go all around Orlando. And one, talk about some of our favorite places to eat right. using the dining tool, but also talking about whether that's from being a cast member, mm-hmm. right? Favorite little hidden spots at certain locations or just from spending time there. Favorite things to do that are outside of theme parks as well as some inside theme parks. So we're kind of going to cover it all. So again, make sure you're joining our community within Unlock Magic because we will have shorter versions of these episodes just for you to see in there. Yeah. yeah. So I can't special. Wait. Yeah, me too. There's a lot out there too. So yeah. I think without further ado, right. I think it's time we bring on the man of the hour, which we are so oh excited for you yeah. guys to be able to meet and spend time with Jason. He touched our lives when we met him back at our World of DVC retreat. Mm-hmm. So without- Yeah, so we are going to bring on Jason. So everybody give it up for Jason. Look who's here. Uh, hi, Jason. Hi, Jason. He's here. <laughs> oh, hi. How are you? It's so good to see you. Good to see you guys again. Good to see you. Thank Welcome. you for coming. Uh, it's, it's an honor to be here, and thanks for inviting me. This do you just great. walk around all the time with your, your sketch pad and pencil in your hand, like, ready to sketch something? I do. It's actually, it's permanently attached, attached, attached to my hand. I was born this way. I love it. It's hard to eat soup. It's, just, it's weird. Oh, we're so happy to have you part of the show today. You were part of the retreat, as we said, and you did a phenomenal mm-hmm. job. Yeah. Showing us all how to draw Mickey, and you kind of put our four core values all together. So we are so honored to have you. Everybody did grace a fantastic us with your presence. Job. They did. They yes. loved I, it. And I said that before. It's uh, it's my favorite part of the process, seeing uh, what I do, the interpretation of what I do, and through everybody's eyes. So you know, even though we all have different designs, different ways of drawing, it still was the character. Yeah. You know, in many and there was ways. a lot of interpretations well, of the character. There was a lot of interpretations, yeah. <laughs> right. Why did you walk over to mine when I was done and you, I believe, set it on fire? <laughs> that it was that bad? I had bad. to get rid of it right away. Uh, <laughs> Mickey told me to do it. Like, get rid of that right now! Just get it off the planet! That's exactly what happened. But I think, Carrie, like when we look back and we, yeah. we got so much feedback from the retreat and that was really some of like the team's favorite memories yes. were yes. that moment and when you when you say we're going to draw Mickey, that's one thing, mm-hmm. right? When you look at the schedule and then you sit and have that time, mm-hmm. it was super special and so special that when we started planning this episode yeah. in the theme of like Valentine's and love and we thought, mm-hmm. well, what can we do special for our audience? And literally all three of us were like, could Jason, Jason come? Yes. <laughs> so we wanted to bring... When we think of love, we think of you. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> I was just going to say, Jason, how honored. We thought of Valentine's love, and we go, we got to call Jason. Yeah. That's what I'm all yeah. about. I know. This, yeah, the heartbeat of the, the and retreat so we there. we wanted to bring that to your audience, mm-hmm. and stay tuned to the end, because what we love so much about that retreat was really getting... Jason's story behind like as he taught us to draw as well which is so special so we want to bring that to you as well so stay tuned because we do have something very special for you at the end of this episode that's what everybody loved was the way that you didn't just teach people how to draw but you infused your your storytelling Disney history facts and things that trivia that people didn't know Um, as you know as I had 
to have chatted with a lot of the team members said that was the highlight. And uh, there were a lot of highlights that day, but you were the highlight of that entire day. So we wanted you to be here because that we wanted to bring him to you as a highlight for your day too. Because you are just you're pretty magical in your own your own way. Do you know that? I, I, I'm 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 the male Tinkerbell. That's right. me. Um, <laughs> but you know what's 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 Disney without storytelling? Yeah, it's true. You know, that's the way it should be. Um, I can't see myself drawing something in front of a crowd and not saying a word. Right, right, just drawing um, it. Yeah. Because I think it makes the characters more special that. Um, as you're drawing them, you you learn more about them and how they came to be, and it just makes the character more mm-hmm. special. You appreciate it more, and you got a little story behind it. So uh, it's just always been my philosophy. Now, which Loved is it, yeah, which is awesome. And like Mar- Marissa said, we want to make sure that everybody's ready. So at home, make sure you guys have your your pencils, your uh, pens, your markers, your pads, whatever it is paper, you need. Because yeah. after we speak with Jason, you guys yeah. are literally going to get at home kind of one-on-one training how to draw yeah. a very special Disney character, which right. in turn could result in probably one of the coolest prizes that we've ever given away in the history of the show. Yeah. So this is great. I'm excited. But I think people mainly want to know, which I think one of the highlights for me, meeting you at the retreat was, you know, tell us a little bit about kind of your your Disney history, kind of how you became the amazing male Tinkerbell that you are. Uh, how did you get? You know, take there us go. through that. Take us through that. Oh, let's turn back the clock, shall we? Um, so I was uh, fresh out of the art, uh, out of um, the Ringling College of Art and Design in Sarasota, and I started with the Disney family in 1996. And uh, I wanted to be an animator, and it was as simple as that. I was raised on a diet of Disney films and and just wanting to draw. And uh, but unfortunately, in those days, in you know the mid 90s, you know Disney animation was probably what they called the second golden age of animation. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is coming off Aladdin and The Lion King. I mean, it was one of the most sought-after jobs, yep. uh, especially working for Disney's to be an animator. So just coming to uh, Disney, I started in attractions and uh, being at the Disney MGM Studios, as it was, <laughs> um, the animation studio wasn't built yet. It wasn't built about two years later. Uh, they worked in trailers in the back where Rock and Roller Coaster is today. And I used to go back there and just, um, you know, just kind of like, can I see anything going on back there? And and the animators were always there. They were um, very present. So they were, you know, they would talk to us and say hello and, you know, what you working on? Oh, I'm working on this, you know, character. And um, even in art school, I was able to meet a Disney animator for the first time and, and learning about his job and how long he's had it and what he did. And uh, so started working at the studios in 96, and uh, I worked at the Great Movie Ride. May it rest in peace. Right. We need a <laughs> and, moment of silence for the Great yeah. Movie Ride. Oh, yes. <laughs> Mugsy. One of the um, best. But I was able to be close to the, uh, to the artists and able to submit my portfolio a lot faster uh, because I was going to school in Sarasota and also Jacksonville, so I had to ship it and all that wow. stuff. So oh. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to get a job at Disney. I'm going to live in Orlando. And um, and just you know, just have always my ear to the floor. If I've heard of anything, any portfolio submissions, anything like that. So that's exactly what happened. And then uh, four years later, because they received something like three thousand portfolios a month, it was I'm crazy. Sure. Oh my gosh! Um, so there was a lot. Um, but then they finally opened the studio in 1997, I believe 1997. And um, wasn't I, that with Mulan, right? Wasn't right. That well, Mulan actually started in the trailers. Okay. So they started working it. In fact, um, uh, I know this 
probably going to sound creepy, but it really isn't. But uh, <laughs> but back where back where the old wardrobe used to be, where we used to leave, because uh, the parking lot again was where Rock and Roller Coaster is right. today for the employees. And uh, there was a little window on the corner, right as you before you walked over to wardrobe, and the window was kind of low to the ground, so it's not like you had to climb up any trees or anything but there was a little <laughs> corner window and uh there was always somebody in there and of course being the curiosity kind i was always like you know what's going on <laughs> and it actually was um tom bancroft's i found out later on oh, it was wow. tom bancroft's office and he was the animator behind mushu oh, and i actually gosh. could barely see a little bit of a dragon in the corner i'm just like he's working on mushu you know um <laughs> <laughs> and I found this out years later from a friend of mine uh, because I was hired uh, in 2000 uh, as an animation artist. And I worked on the Magic of Disney Animation Tour. Mm -hmm. And uh, But what was really cool about that is we were actually trained by the animators themselves. And it was incredible. I mean, they invited us to drawing classes. Mm -hmm. They invited us to when they premiered the movies, not like Hollywood or anything, but, you know, when they had them in Orlando mm -hmm. or uh, they had a screening room. We got to see screening. We got to see parts of the film that weren't done yet, wow. you know, uh, because we were kind of like the the ambassadors mm -hmm. to the feature animation department. We were the ones who were actually selling the film to the guests. And uh, so everything, Brother Bear, Lilo and Stitch, all the stuff like that. And, and um and it was phenomenal. And I got to uh, learn more and more about animation and get to convey that to the guests and all of that. Uh, and it, it was it was phenomenal. Well, the studio, unfortunately, only lasted until about 2004. Of course, with digital, um, uh, you know, with Pixar making their films and then, you know, digital was just becoming more and more the accepted medium. Um, it kind of, you know, went away in 2004. The studio closed. And, was um, Mulan the first full-length animated feature film to come out of Disney's MGM Studios at the yes. time, or was it Lilo and Stitch? No, it was Mulan. Was it, it was Mulan? Mulan was... Lilo and Stitch, and then Brother Bear was after that. Okay. So there were only three. But I will say, a lot of the artists that I met, you know, they worked on parts of other films. They worked on parts of Beauty and the Beast and The Lion King. Um, Aaron Blaze uh, was uh, very present at the Florida studio. Uh, he worked on Nala and um, met him many times, uh, Troy Gustafson, Ronnie Williford, Lance Smart, uh, people like that. Um, and, uh, uh, but they did work on several scenes, little here and there uh, in many films. But uh, one of the first things they did uh, in the mid 80s when the studio opened were the Roger Rabbit shorts. Oh, right. And uh, yeah. there was Tummy Trouble, there was Trail Mix Up, oh, yeah. and uh, Roller Coaster Rabbit. So those were actually done at the studios. There was actually a fourth one in production, but never saw the light of day. Um, but those were really the first animated shorts that were done entirety at, at the Disney MGM Studios. And that pretty much set the ground, mm -hmm. like, we can do this. We don't have to be in California. We can actually do it in Florida. And but Mulan was the film that really proved that the Florida studio could handle its mm -hmm. own full production. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, they built the the four story studio, which was about two hundred thousand square feet. It's still there today. It's wow. just yeah. used they, for it's just used for building. administrative yeah. uh, purposes. It was beautiful. It's though. a cool, it is. It, it such a cool beautiful. building. Yeah. And it's yeah. weird because when you walk in it today, which I have, um, I mean, there, of course, there's no security. It's just you know. Uh, 
It's in a backstage area too, right? Yeah, it's so, in a backstage yeah. area, unfortunately. It's, <laughs> it's not I want people to know that they can't go just go to the animation building. <laughs> right. The audience is like, there's no security. Derek said to come on over. <laughs> but no, the re- well, the reason I say that is because when we were being trained as animation artists, I mean, we had to sign documents. We had to wear so much sure. security materials because yeah. what they were doing, we weren't going to see on the screen for another three years. And the internet really wasn't even that powerful back then, mm-hmm. you know. So, oh yeah, uh, or, or not as you know, it, they, we had internet, but it wasn't like today. You know, somebody hears a, a little hint of a rumor, and it's now it's blown up everywhere. Right, it's everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, uh, I mean, the building still smells like the pencil shavings. It's really oh, weird, but uh, there are a lot of mem- lot of memories in that building. Um, so yeah, so uh, Brother Bear was was the last one done. And uh, but we were we were always on the fourth floor learning how to draw, you know, the Disney characters and everything. And we were actually going to be brought on. There was only about four of us. We were actually going to be brought on as um, cleanup artists for a film called My Peoples, which actually had several titles. There was My Peoples, Angel or No Good Sister, A Few Good Ghosts. The title usually the first sign of a film being in trouble is, you know, the story keeps changing and the titles keep changing. Now, that's good and dandy when you're not spending millions of dollars. Um, and of course, they said, you know, it was really, um, it was going to be a mix of traditional animation with computer animation. And the way it was described to us was kind of like the hillbilly toy story. There were these little found <laughs> objects that were created into dolls. And it was an adventure story, kind of like a Hatfields and McCoys. Oh it was gosh. a love story. And there was an Abe Lincoln and, and a Dolly doll. And Dolly Parton was actually a part of the project. Oh, wow. And um, it was, it started out really good. But again, the story kept changing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, management at the time were just like, can we try this? And the test audiences weren't getting it. And um, unfortunately, just never saw the light of day. But we were actually going to be brought on to the project, and I was very excited. I'm like, oh, here we go. This is it. This is my dream coming true. And unfortunately, you know. Um, but you know what? It, 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 it was a sad thing because, you know, there was lots of talent there that, you know, I don't think really got to shine. And um, But I was very, very, very fortunate. Uh, I had one more very in there. Very fortunate. <laughs> Um, to have uh, people that kind of led me in the direction of, well, if you can't if you can't draw for animation, what what about product design? So mm. uh, so then I was hired as a merchandise artist. Oh. So I did everything from uh, sketches in our merchandise shops. Um, we had we had uh, these beautiful animation tables there. Uh, we got to design pins. We got to design limited edition artwork. Um, lots of Star Wars stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Nightmare Before Christmas, Cruise Line, it was all over the place. And you know, Didn't you just... say at the retreat, if I'm not mistaken, that you did antenna toppers? No. Too? Fake news, people. <laughs> Fake news. I didn't say I that. Right. <laughs> I think you did. I think we have it on video somewhere. <laughs> what, what did I say? I'm sorry. The <laughs> Something about antenna toppers? <laughs> yeah, I did antenna toppers. Uh, that didn't last too long because a lot of cars, as you know, right. don't have antennas anymore. <laughs> But they were they were really fun to, to design. And of course, really any it was like, why don't we do this? Let's do this, and you know, um, uh, you know, because you have to think of the character as you know as a product. It's like, well, we can design this, but it would probably fall off in three seconds. So mm-hmm. let's not do right. that. Let's not give them antennas because that wouldn't work. And so, not every idea was it was a great idea. But I did a few of those, and um, I did a couple of ear hats. 
which are cool, which I still see today. Um, the design of the ear hats. Yeah, probably my um, probably my my favorite, and it was it, it's it was just a wonderful experience to do. You know, being a child growing up in the Spielberg Lucas era. Mm-hmm. Um, like I'm sure we all were. Um, but uh, <laughs> getting to work on, and this was before we actually owned Star Wars. Mm-hmm. So we were had we had to communicate with Lucasfilm and the people in the Lucasfilm archives. Um, so, and I still see them today. It's the R two D two ear hats. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. So uh, that was in 2006. I called them ear two D twos. Oh, cute! How and, cute is um, that? Yeah. Yeah. And the guy that I work with at the time, he goes, uh, he goes, do you want to you want to try some ear hat ideas? He goes, yeah. He goes, no, we're thinking maybe you know something Star Wars or Tomorrowland. I was like, ooh, Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wait a minute, isn't R2's dome? Isn't that kind of like, you know, it was like, you know, good idea. So I did up a, a rough draft, and next thing you know, I'm, you know, communicating with somebody at Lucasfilm, and they're sending me pictures of. And I thought I could draw R2. I've drawn R2 for like 40 years. Uh-huh. I'm like, I thought I knew how to draw them, but apparently I, I didn't, because um, they're like, you know, the, the the dome is too angular, or it's 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 got not a, not much of a curve to it. Um, there's this button's in the wrong place. This color's off. So, um, and that's what you have to go through with, with right. products. Yeah. You know, um, you have to get you know the colors right. Like Mickey's pants are like you know uh, it's it's Pantone two eighty five. You know, I remember that. <laughs> right. So um, who doesn't know that? Yeah, right. I mean, <laughs> there you go. Write that down. Easy Disney <laughs> trivia right there. Yeah. Hello. What no. colors are Mickey's pants? Two eighty five. What's the time frame to like design and then get approval and actually see it from you know concept to shelf for like the R two D two years? Um, it-, it can. It months can depend. Or years? It, no, not not that long. I mean, it could be months. It could be uh, it could be a month, two months, because <clears throat> um, uh, a, a lot of products are a lot easier to produce than others. Um, some of the pins that we did, um, you know, they would just be like regular flat pins, no embellishments. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were sent out to other places to be made, but um, but no, I would say I would say a couple of months. Yeah, and that was an amazing thing for the first time to see. It's like you go through. You know, a Disney shop, and there, yeah, there's, there's your ears. Yeah. That's probably like it's hearing like, I'll your take ten of these, right? Things. Like hearing, like seeing your book on the shelves or your 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 song on the radio. Like that's got to be a moment where it's like you straighten them all and make right. sure that they're all like perfect. Especially getting to meet the pen traders. Yeah, oh and yeah. We met a lot of them, um, and uh, it's like where, I would just stand there like get your all day. Right. Where do you get your money? Like, like those ears, huh? Not even leave. You'd be like, you like that pen? I did it. I happen to have a Sharpie with me. I mean, Want me to sign anything? Well, we got to do, we got to do pin signings. Oh, cool! And oh, that so was fun. Cool. That was really cool. How do you it, do a pin signing? Like, how do, you, how do you wait? Like, autograph a pin? Yeah, like they would have events at Epcot. They would have uh, when they would premiere new yeah. new, new sets. Like new you're pins. asking where to sign. Yeah, it. like oh, where, where do you sign? Back? Yeah, on the back. A lot of them oh, were okay. Some some of them have very small. Like we had these sharpies and. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, thank God my signature is like two letters. <laughs> but um, but there were some pins. People buy these gigantic pins. And, yeah. Okay. Or people would just want you to sign a piece of artwork yeah. that coincides with a pin or oh, the okay. box it came in or something like that. Um, but that was interesting uh, because you really meet some really dedicated Disney people. Yeah. Pin trading is no joke. <laughs> and I'm, I'm people were coming in with, you know, suitcases. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Full of pins. These yeah. vests. I saw yeah. a guy the other day, again, with the vests and, and, and the, you know, with the pins, it must have weighed you <laughs> yeah. know, another 200 pounds. <laughs> right. They're, like on they're a ha- fireman. It, it's <laughs> like, true. Literally, it's so heavy. Right. I did a pin event when I was an ambassador and 
I had I literally had a, a lady chasing me around, um, not chasing literally, but like wandering everywhere I went, and she wanted to buy my <clears throat> ambassador pin. She did. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. She offered me some money, and I said no. And now there, you know, now there are places where you know people make these bogus pins, and uh, you know, I mean, and you know, and you know, the, like the guest relations D's. I've seen them. I'm like, yeah. where'd you get that? I was like, well, I bought it online. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. now with you know all the uh, the machines that people can buy to make these yeah. uh, things from. So, um, but that was an interesting experience, and and uh, but people were just so like uh, incredibly gracious and you know mm-hmm. and and uh, just really loving your work and i think it's just the gratification of that yeah it just made the job just just fantastic and really really cool what are you doing next what are you doing next <laughs> i don't know um uh and people would always give you ideas can you do a pin set on Da-da-da. um and things so it was great and and things really kind of changed for you which i found so fascinating when of course like for a lot of people when COVID happened right and it's like you know what am i going to do how am i going to keep active how am i going to keep working how yeah. am i going to keep my skills in order so talk to us a little bit about mm-hmm. like what you did during that time which really almost became a great kind of claim to fame for you which is awesome uh yeah well you know COVID, I think, was was a very negative thing for a lot of people, and uh, but for some people, they found, you know, new new footing, and uh, for me, I mean, I was like, you know, so many cast members, you know, we we left the company, and uh, you know, being an artist, you know, it's like you can't keep a good artist down or <laughs> keep an artist down. And uh, so I was still doing freelance. I was still doing drawings. I got involved with, you know, the ear for each other. And um, so I had lots of stuff that I could still do. I did miss the Disney parks. I missed all that. Um, So I just started to draw online. I saw a couple of my artist friends doing it. And I said, no, I'm just going to draw online and uh, on Facebook Live. And I just started drawing. And I was just getting requests. Can you do this drawing tomorrow? Can you do this drawing tomorrow? Can you do this drawing tomorrow? And uh, so for literally, it just became fun. It's like, you know, at, at 12 o'clock, I'm, I'm going to do a, a different character. And I picked the characters. And it wasn't just Disney. It was everything from, um, you know, Rocky and Bullwinkle to Fred Flintstone to <laughs> Disney to, you know, what have you. And people were giving me suggestions. Can you draw this tomorrow, this tomorrow? And uh, it was great because a lot of them, you know, they had their kids watching and yeah. and uh, and people would send me pictures of the kids like staring at the laptop and, you know, <laughs> yeah. they're trying to draw. And again, that's the that's the great part about yeah. being an artist, you know, and, and it, probably one of my favorite quotes, an artist is not one who is inspired, but one who inspires others. Mm-hmm. And, and just people were like, keep this up, keep this mm-hmm. up, we love it. And again, during the pandemic, you know, which was negative for a lot of people, uh, you know, they found themselves being at home for a lengthy time, and mm-hmm. it's great that they know they have a they're going to be able to draw their favorite character at twelve yeah. noon. So, right. just to add a little bit of that sparkle, that sunshine. This is my Tinkerbell coming out. <laughs> but to add a little bit of that, a little bit of that pixie dust in the, um, uh, you know, yeah. into the mix. It, the time it was, of the unknown. It, it was gives it was people really something cool. to look forward so, to. And you also, called it yeah. your what? What did you call it each day? I did it at I did it at twelve noon. Yeah. <clears throat> And being that it is a doodle, I called it the noodle. I called it the daily noodle. I love that. And I that. did, I did noodle, 200 yeah. classes in a row. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, 200 in a row. <laughs> wow. And you don't realize that you're like, wow, this is class 150. Wow. <laughs> um, and then I switched it to the Saturday noodle, 
because I just based, uh, I got the workload started to become a little heavy, uh, which is not a bad thing, but um, I decided to do it once a week. Mm -hmm. And and just like you were talking about, you know, talking and drawing, yeah. a lot of times, and it was it was done live, so I was getting a lot of comments, and we were talking about memories of being, you know, kids watching Saturday morning cartoons and and uh, movies we've seen growing up, and this and that. So I was like, you know, what was the what was the one day that's if I could do this, what's the one day that's probably the most special? Uh, with you know, it, that was very inspiring to me to learn to want to be an artist, and that was Saturday mornings. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, the Bugs Bunny Roadrunner show, and yeah. and you know, GI Joe and Transformers and all that, and you know, sitting and you know, you know, sitting in front of the TV with your big bowl of you know, of of uh, sugary, sugary cereal. cereal. Sugary cereal. <laughs> I, was sugary cereal. <laughs> I was trying to think what was probably the most yeah. sugary cereal that I ate, and I was probably Fruity Pebbles. <laughs> you know, you're still in your pajamas at like right. eleven fifteen. Yeah. You're just like you know, ah, yeah. you know, a bowl. Father, like, will you go outside and play? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but that's yeah, you know of course now yeah because yeah. of course now you could pull up any any cartoon right you yep. know in 24 hours yeah, on but, you know Saturday was the day yeah it's like, Saturday Saturday <laughs> yeah and um, uh, so I I called it the Saturday Noodle and uh, did that for another hundred classes and then at 300 I said you know what I'm just gonna do uh, I call them now instant noodles <laughs> so what I do now on Facebook is I say this Saturday we're drawing this character, this uh -huh. character, this character. And it was amazing because I had so many people from California to Chicago to South mm -hmm. Africa that tuned in it's every crazy. week wow. to watch this. And they still keep in touch with me today. Wow. And the first thing they say is, when's the next one? Uh -huh. um, but now, you know, people are back to work and, you know, life is starting to get back to normal. So there was. You do this from your house. You have a studio in your house. I, yeah. I mean, well, yeah, a room. Um, well, tell, tell everyone what the name of the, the studio is. Uh, it's called the West Wing Studio, mm -hmm. and uh, it has nothing to do with the TV show. Right. Uh, but the room itself is in the west part of the house, and plus I'm a huge Batman fan. Right. And Adam West is one of my favorite Batmen, so I called it the West Wing Studio. And it just stuck, mm -hmm. and there you go. So, um, uh, so yeah, so I've, I've, we've been in this house now for about three years, and uh, it's, been, it's been great. Prior to covid um, and kind of the, the Saturday noodle and everything sort of shutting down and everybody sort of pivoting. You created, um, uh, you do a lot of legacy pieces, um, kind of that moment when um, something happens within what I've seen, the Disney family, when Angela Lansbury passed away, mm -hmm. you did a tribute piece to her. So you do a lot of tribute pieces too that I think people have really come to look forward to. Like there's news, Jason's looking for something on Facebook that Jason's gonna gonna do. Where does yeah. where did that kind of come from, your tribute pieces? I don't know. Just, no, I'm... I'm <laughs> just, Way to keep up, Jason, thanks. in my head. <laughs> It's, you know, it's. Do I do that? I don't even know. I don't know. What are you I, talking I, about, Gary? I, I don't know how my mind works. There's still scientists out there trying to figure this out. <laughs> I don't know. It's, I mean, and I'm sure you all have experienced, you know, just you, you're driving, you're, you're, you're in a store, it just pops in mm -hmm. your head, and I got to get it down. And of course, being. An artist sometimes, again, you know, some, sometimes you don't have the pad and the paper. Right. You're like, I got to get home. I don't want to forget this. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, you're like that director at a bar. You're like writing on the you're writing the script for like Pulp Fiction on a cocktail napkin or something like that. <laughs> yes. It happens sometimes. And um, we do that for this show. Yeah. Some the of the best ideas come on a cocktail napkin. <laughs> I, I know. Yeah, exactly, yeah. You never know. Um, so I think really the tribute started happening. And again, it was the people that responded. Because yeah, they're so beautiful. Just keeps you going. Yeah. And it's yeah. amazing. Um, but the, actually, the tributes, um, 
I mean, I've done little things here and there. I mean, I was on my high school paper and and, and uh, college and all that. So we did little things here and there. But um, uh, I think it really started with when I did the 90 Days of Mickey. Oh, And yes. I did a couple things mm-hmm. in there to where, like, there was, like, a Mickey 9-11 that mm-hmm. everybody responded to, mm-hmm. you know. And I'm just like, it's, it's, it's kind of nice because people were sending it to their friends and family. Um, but... Uh, yeah, there were, if it was, you know, a special animator or somebody in our society or somebody that we all grew up with mm-hmm. that passed away, you know, sometimes the, it would just be like, I'm going to do a little something mm-hmm. special, you know, because, yeah. you know, of course now with Facebook and social media, everybody's posting, I can't believe this person passed away and they post mm-hmm. pictures, you know, and all this. Um, but sometimes it doesn't, um, you know, like like Lisa Marie Presley passed away the other day and people were going, okay, where's the drawing? I was like, well, I wasn't, nothing against the Presley family or anything like that, but I wasn't, nothing really popped into my, I wasn't even really mm-hmm. thinking about mm-hmm. it. Um, but like the Angela Lansbury, uh, yeah. um, you know, of course, Beauty and the Beast, mm-hmm. I have, you know, a history with Disney animation and loving that movie and there's mm-hmm. so much to it. Uh, that popped in my head. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the Splash Mountain you were talking about mm-hmm. earlier, you know, I loved. The, everybody asked me what's my favorite uh, attraction. Mm-hmm. Of course, a lot of my favorite attractions are no longer with us, you know. Um, but that was actually one of my favorites because I loved the theming. I've mm-hmm. always loved the theming of it, and so that was. I just did a little something with with Lewis the alligator, and uh, so you did a tribute too to Aladdin when Robin Williams, Robin Williams passed yeah. away. When Robin Williams passed away. Um, uh, no, actually, no. That was the uh, that was Gilbert Godfrey. Oh, was it Gilbert Gil- Gil- Godfrey? Godfrey. Yes. That's that's right. Uh, Tell everybody the story that you told us at the retreat about uh, Robin Williams um, infusing that moment with um, the genie with Pinocchio. Oh yeah. Uh, well, Eric Goldberg, who actually is still one of the three animators mm-hmm. still employed at Disney, and a fantastic guy, and he tells great stories. I just mm-hmm. love listening to him. You know, when I was, uh, you know. Um, uh, he told a story uh, about, I listen to a lot of the history of animated film. That's where a lot of where my information comes from. Yeah. Um, and I love interviews, you know, inter- you know when John Lasseter talks about how this, how this came about, when uh, R- Ron Clements and, and John Musker talk about how they, how they came up with the idea for Prince and the Frog and all this stuff like that. Um, so uh, Eric Goldberg was, uh, they were recording Robin Williams and of course, a lot of people know that a lot of the a lot of what Robbins did in that film was improv. Right. And I'm dying to he- I'm dying for them to release like cuz a lot of stuff, you know, they couldn't put in the movie right. if you know Robin Williams' brain <laughs> of humor. Um, but for some if if I'm correct, I mean there's like hours. Oh wow. Of, oh, wow. of unpublished on un- I mean I would just love for that just to come. Right? I just want to listen to that. Uh, I mean, he knew the gist of the film and what was going on mm-hmm. in the scene, but then, of course, he would add his little, oh, you know, ho, oh, Latin, yeah, you know, and he would throw in actors that they're like, I don't think anybody's going to know that actor, <laughs> you know, but, or I don't think they would approve of that, or he couldn't get the approval for that or the licensing, you know, but, but there was one thing that Eric Goldberg said, he goes, because um, um, he was the lead animator on The Genie, mm-hmm. and a lot of times the animators would actually be with the actors in the studio, you know, to watch their mannerisms and put that, oh, yeah. Um, so, uh, he tells a story of Robin was doing the scene where, uh, uh, Aladdin was supposed to give him his last wish and Aladdin says, um, uh, 
he says, oh, I'll, I'll give you my last wish, Genie. And then the Genie goes, oh, yeah, right. Like that. And no, everybody's looking around like, what's, what is that? What does that mean? Well, Eric Goldberg knew exactly what that means. <laughs> it's, it's Pinocchio. It's, it's a liar. So now Eric Goldberg goes to uh, the directors and says, uh, can I put that in the film? He says, what? He says, can I put, like, because Genie transforms. Right, you know, He turns right. into all these things. He says, can I put, can I turn the genie into Pinocchio for like a split second, actually have Pinocchio's nose come out? And they're like, well, we own the character. Why not? Let's do it. <laughs> so, because if, if he just went Oop, like that, right. probably not a lot of people would understand right. that reference. I mean, I still do that today. Yeah. Like, yeah. Honey, whatever. I'll take out the trash. You know? <laughs> uh, but anyway. Uh, so, yeah. So that's the, that's the story that he, he tells a lot. The brilliance of Robin Williams. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, absolutely. And so I know during the retreat you talked about the 90 Days of Mickey, yeah. and there was that one story that I think stuck with not just our team, but mm-hmm. so many of just kind of the hype it made it around, like, the, the Internet world. Right. And that was the story, and I think in the theme of, like, love and mm-hmm. friendship and all of that, it's kind of like our theme this month, um, but it was the story of Mickey and Pooh, which yeah. is a very odd meetup, but right. you you made it so magical. Can you tell us a little bit of behind that story? Uh, yeah, um, <laughs> it, uh, I was um, I was trying to come up with ideas for things, you know. And as a writer, as an artist, as a musician, sometimes you hit that roadblock and you just can't think of anything. You're just like, I'm not feeling creative today. I don't know what it is. And sometimes it could be something really simple. It could be. Um, you know, walking into a bookstore, just taking a walk outside, mm. get the blood flowing, get the hamster going on the wheels, what I like to say. Um, so you never know where it's going to come from. And there was actually a part of that story that I didn't tell, which oh. I'm glad to reveal here oh. today. <laughs> uh oh, should we be because, nervous? Because I did. Because, <laughs> this has been a because I was tired of Perry going, hold on a second. No, I don't see that story on here. <laughs> Gather around the radio, kids. Um, <laughs> But, uh, but no, there was actually a part of that story. What actually, um, So the 90 Days of Mickey basically was just a way to get the hamster going. Yeah. And um, um, I said, you know what, I'm gonna, I want to I do something. How can I do this? And I remember reading an article about a Pixar artist that was around the time of The Incredibles was having the same problems. Mm-hmm. He couldn't think of anything. He was like, because sometimes you're just sitting at your desk and you're just like, you know, trying to come up with ideas. And he said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to challenge myself. Um, uh, they used to do that a lot in school. It's like challenge yourself, you know. Just do, you know, do, do five math problems today, do ten tomorrow, you right. know, you know whatever. So um, he uh, he said, I'm going to design a superhero a week. I don't care what it is. It could be it, it could be Drano Man. It could be Powder Toast Head. It could be you know just something <laughs> just to get the brain going. And I remember that reading that article, and I was like, that's a good idea. I'm going to draw Mickey. Um, and I just happened to go online. It's like I was like I, I knew Mickey's 90th birthday was coming up. Mickey and Minnie. I want to be respectful. <laughs> Mickey and Minnie. Um, and I look. I said, how many days is it till Mickey's birthday? And it was like something like 95. I was like, great. In 95. In five days, for 90 days, every day, I'm gonna do a picture of Mickey. And I'm going to do it in different mediums. I'm going to do it in influences of different artists, Van Gogh or Dali or something like that. Ooh, Dali. I didn't do that one. I'm going to do that one. <laughs> um, 91 days of making 91 days. So, uh, so yeah, so, so for 90 days, and I'm going to post them on Facebook, you know, uh, just for fun. 
And uh, so I started doing that, and uh, there was a, you know, Mickey as a Viking, and there was a Mickey, uh, like a small world Mickey, and all these things. And uh, number 13, which is the one you're referring yeah. to. Mm-hmm. So number 13, I'm up at like 2 o'clock in the morning. And I'm like, I'm just, and I'm just doing stuff, and I'm, and I, and I, and I, I couldn't. I was, I was really tired, and I'm like, I don't know. Should I get up early tomorrow and do it? I don't. I couldn't think of anything. So uh, we just moved into the into our house in uh, in Winter Garden, and I, I was in the living room, and um, I don't like spiders. Little spiders are okay, but you know, and, and if they look like Charlotte from Charlotte's Web, I wouldn't care, but. Uh, but there was a spider in the living room and you know when it's like really high up there and I'm just like okay I'm not going to bed there's no way I'm going to bed knowing that that guy is around <laughs> um, I was I, I'm a little bit of a wimp and I'm just like uh, you know so now I, I can't I can't be sitting in my room knowing that that little that, that little creature is is in the other so I tried to get rid of the spider. And we still had boxes in the living room, like open boxes mm-hmm. with stuff in them. So, of course, I'm trying to, you know, I'm throwing pillows. I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to get this spider. The I spider's mean, just mocking you at this it point. It is. It's laughing at me. He just like, threw a pillow. What are you going to do, huh? Vaulted ceilings. <laughs> hey, sucker. Well, I, I hit it. And it's not that I don't love bugs, but spiders... Ugh. I just I just can't do it. It's it I I hit the spider and the spider fell in one of the boxes. Oh, if that's even worse. So now I'm worse. just like that's worse. Now by this time my wife gets up and she goes, you know, one, you know, the what are you doing? <laughs> I was like there's a spider in the box. I don't know which box it went into and it would fell in the box. And she goes, "We'll just we'll get it in the morning." So like, I'm not going to bed. <laughs> Well, that just got my brain going. And I was like, now I'm not going to bed. I'm not tired. I'm going to do this Mickey now because I can't sleep. Uh, which, by the way, we, we finally found the spider. Thank God. It's spider heaven. Anyway. Uh, yeah, because I can't I can't go to bed knowing that thing is in the box, you know, devising some plan to, to get me. Anyway, um, so uh, I was, again, like it was like 3 in the morning. And I just happened to be looking at a, a picture of Mickey Mouse and Winnie the Pooh. And uh, I saw, you know, I'm looking at Mickey. He's got his little red pants, and I'm looking at Pooh, and he's got his little his little red um, shirt on. And I said, I said, hmm, wait a minute, that's kind of an idea. There, it's like, what, are they, what, you know? And of course, growing up, we're always like, why does Pooh have such a short shirt on? Right, you know? crop. You know, it's like, it's like me wearing a like, a like a medium shirt. You know, fat guy in a little. It's like it doesn't even cover his belly. What's the point? It doesn't make any sense. So I was like, what if, you know, Mickey Mouse gave Winnie the Pooh, that was actually part of his red mm-hmm. outfit. Because it actually, it's very similar in color. 258? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, that was good. 285. <laughs> oh, darn it. Get it right. Anyway, um, so I just I just did a quick, uh, you know, Pooh is walking in the snow and there's Mickey. He's got a onesie on and he he sees that Pooh is, um, is uh, cold and he takes scissors and he just cuts off the top and gives it to Winnie the Pooh. And I just found an anonymous quote mm-hmm. online. If, 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 if there was a name attached to the quote, I would have given the person credit, but it was anonymous. And um, your greatest is not what you have, but what you give. And I put that at the bottom and I just, I put it out there. It was number 13. And uh, I went to work the next day 
And of course, we don't have, we're not supposed to have our phones on stage. So sure. I had it in the drawer and the phone is blowing up. <laughs> yeah, right. And I'm thinking somebody in my family is dead, right. something's going on. And people were just sharing it and tweeting it and it, mm -hmm. it, it exploded. And again, the, the comments that were made, mm -hmm. the people that were, that were sending, oh, it's like, oh my God, I just sent this to a friend of mine mm -hmm. who just donated a kidney. You know, it's just, oh. it just, oh I mean, gosh. I was getting contacted by, you know, school teachers wow. and people in the military and all of that stuff. And it just, it just, it just blew up. So that was mm -hmm. number 13. Mm -hmm. Of course, I had, you know, 70 something more to do. <laughs> um, but 9-11 got the same response. Right. There was, there was that one and a couple of other ones. Um, but still to this day, in fact, just the other day, uh, I met a guest that um, asked me about, like, are you on Instagram? And I was like, yeah. And he had his phone and he, you know, he put his phone in my face and go, that's it's, you? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> and and these folks were from from uh, Pittsburgh. Mm -hmm. And but I've heard from people from New York, California, mm -hmm. all these places. Um, it really didn't hit me until I met a family from England and I was telling them the same story. And I showed him the picture of it, and the girl's like, "Oh my God, that's being sold in our stationery store down the street." <laughs> I said, "Really?" He goes, "Yes, Tom. Look at this. This one is." <laughs> and uh, and but these are not my characters. Yeah. So of course, people mm -hmm. are like, "You gonna sue them?" I was like, "No, because they're not my characters. Yeah. I, I just do them for fun." You know, and would uh, you like to use this time to give a round of thanks to the uh, spider that you killed? That was obviously so. I would like to thank the moment. Everyone, please, just a moment yeah, of silence. But, but that know. was an that was an add on to the story. That right. I, I don't think I told you at, didn't. at the event. But uh, it's little things like that. That that I mean, th thanks to that spider. Thank right. you. Right. May he rest that, peacefully. Yeah. That didn't. That forced me not to sleep and to get that artwork right. done. Right. It's crazy. Right. It's amazing the things that come in the middle of the night. In the middle. Of the um, night. But you know what? We had talked about with the show and a giveaway mm -hmm. and a special drawing and all of that. And I might just change courses while we're here <laughs> live on air. Um, but I <laughs> yeah, check the script. There we go. Uh, <laughs> Make it a left. I think that that piece of art is so special. Yeah. And so maybe we give away to one of our listeners maybe a signed version of that if you're good with that, Jason. Of course, absolutely. And so uh, we would love somebody to have a very special yeah. signed piece like that. So make sure you are, again, doing all of the things. Liking, Liking. subscribing, yep. put a comment down below. And make sure you're emailing us at info at worldsofdvc.com and one of you will win a beautiful piece from Jason and it will be signed with that really, really, really special mm -hmm. message behind it's it. so beautiful. And I, I think what we wanted to unveil in this special February mm -hmm. episode is one, just kind of that that theme of love and art and our Disney passion, right? And so with that, with as we talked about, as we're taking over that Unlock Magic community and making it a special place. And what's been so exciting this last month is the feedback mm -hmm. of people that go, you mm -hmm. know, I. I was in social media, yeah. I stepped right. out because it just got too crazy. It got too negative. And I mm -hmm. think even going back to carry our 50th episode, yes. when we talked about yeah. there's so much noise, right? Mm -hmm. It was 2020, there's so much noise, so much going on. And what we want to do with Unlock Magic is kind of take away that noise and bring mm -hmm. back that core of like the beauty oh. of Disney. Mm -hmm. well, and I think that this episode does such a yeah. good job yeah. of that. And so we want to keep bringing that to you. So make sure you subscribe. That is unlockmagic.com. Mm -hmm. Send us an email. We do have a special promo code for that. <laughs> 
Um, but make sure you're joining us over there because we've actually got Jason to come over and mm-hmm. he's going to do a special, we, we haven't come up with a name, but maybe it's an unlocked noodle. Noodle or something <laughs> like, right? <laughs> I'll throw it out there. Um, but each month, right? And yeah. so make sure you're putting in the comments what you would like to see mm-hmm. or learn how to draw. Mm-hmm. And maybe what you've requested will appear in these upcoming months within Unlock Magic. But on that note, since we're talking about about kind of that special relationship of Mickey and Pooh, Jason is actually going to teach all of you at home. So again, grab your papers, grab your pencils, make sure you're sitting up close to that camera. And if you are listening to the podcast, you're going to have to pause that audio and head on over to YouTube. (laughs) You want the visual for this. (laughs) Look for the, we've got chapters set up. So just go to the chapter, draw Winnie the Pooh, and you're all going to have this moment to learn how to draw Winnie the Pooh. So great. Well, we are so excited yes. that you joined us today, Jason. And again, for all of you listening in our audience, make sure that you participate in order to win that beautiful work of art, again, hand signed by Jason. That is give us a thumbs up, a comment, a five-star review if you're listening to Apple Podcasts. And again, write in the comments what you would like to see Jason draw for you in our upcoming episodes of Unlocked Magic. And again, make sure you are emailing emailing us info at worldofdvc.com and one lucky winner will walk away with that amazing prize. That amazing prize that Jason drew, not me. No, 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 no. that's my prize. (laughs) The loser of the month. There's someone out there who does, I think. (laughs) Yeah, that was awesome. So, Jason, thank you so, so much for joining us. My pleasure. Thanks for having me here. And as you're well aware, Jason, there's one last thing that we have to do. It is an incredibly long-standing tradition. tradition. Ready? On the count of three? Yep. One, two, three. We'll We'll see see you real real soon. Oh, oh boy. Thanks, Jason. You're very welcome. (laughs) (laughs) I can't stop laughing. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us. Please remove your headphones, step back into reality, have a magical day, and we'll see you real soon.